Welcome to the Athlete Insights Podcast, hosted by Yash Pad Day, a podcast focused on letting athletes tell their journeys in their sport. This podcast is presented by Boxed Water. Boxed Water is better. Welcome into another episode of the Athlete Insights Podcast, presented by Boxed Water. Boxed Water is better. Today, I've got my best record, uh, Kostanian. Um, from the Northern Arizona University Lumberjacks football team. He's an offensive lineman um, for the Lumberjacks. So, Krikor, thanks for uh, taking the time, man, and uh, spending the time with me to talk about your football career and kind of your, your journey through football overall. Of course, brother. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and so um, I I did my research on you a little bit, and I, I've known you from yes, Northern Colorado. I know you hail from yes, sir. Uh, Syria, uh, from Aleppo. Yes, sir. Uh, in Syria. And so kind of before we talk about your foray into football, I kind of want to get some background on you and kind of what sports and kind of your uh, upbringing in, in Syria and kind of what sports and um, what you played when you were growing up um, out there. Yeah, man, growing up out there, obviously we don't, we're not really big into football. They didn't yeah. really, we weren't really into it. And then, so I started off playing soccer a little bit and then I got a little bigger and taller, just switched to back to bas- basketball. Okay. Pretty international sport. So I was pretty decent at it until I came here and noticed that I needed to improve my skills. But yeah, yeah, over there, I was mostly just playing basketball and okay. soccer around here and there. But yeah, more focused on basketball growing up. Basketball growing up. Okay. And mm-hmm. talk about when did you uh, first uh, get into football? Kind of talk about that experience and kind of what – what drew you, you – you said when you came here, you realized your basketball skills needed some refining. Um, and that's yeah. – so what What kind of led you to football after you came to the States? And um, talk about kind yeah, of – Yeah, I moved here to 2015. I mm-hmm. moved to America in 2015. And then I tried playing basketball. Uh, I was just this bigger kid, I guess. I didn't really – I wasn't really a point guard or whatever mm-hmm. uh, or a guard at this point. I was just playing center and kind of – I was getting too tired. And it wasn't really my game at this point because I had stopped for a while due to war, have been whatever. We weren't really had the opportunities. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, when I came here, I was a bigger kid, and coaches wanted me to try kind of like that story, see if you want to play football, you're that big kid. Yeah. And I was new to the country, so I felt like I had to get adapted in some way. For sure. And what's a better way than American football to get adapted to America? So. Yeah, yeah. And talk about kind of those early years – you came in 2015, kind of your yes. earliest foray, kind of your earliest memory of touching a football. You said you're a big you, – you said you came here again. You said you're a big kid. Coaches wanted mm-hmm. you to try football. Um, kind of talk about um, – you You came here. You were in high school, I'm assuming, at yep, the time. sophomore year of high school. Sophomore year of high school is when you first started uh, playing football. And so kind of talk about your high school experience. Um, because like you said, you are, you were out of the country. This was kind of a new thing for you. Um, and you mentioned how American football helped you transition into American culture and American life. Um, so talk about that high school experience you had um, playing football. Yeah, man. Uh, one of my earliest memories is just coaches wanted me to just come out there and watch football just to see what it is uh-huh. and see how I can get, see how I like it. And they just wanted to see what I think about it. I just remember that first summer getting on the field and, uh, seeing that I, I was able to, you know, at least try to compete. Yeah. And without even knowing the game, I was able to move around. For sure. And I had decent footwork. I had some decent speed on me f- to play any alignment, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
And then one of my first memories is my first game. I got in, uh, didn't really do good, but I just felt good. Felt good putting hands on someone I didn't know. Felt good rushing someone, blocking someone. Yeah. So I just kind of just went on with that. And then high school football, I, I went to three different high schools in California, okay. but okay, I, I, that's how I was learning, meeting new coaches, trying to learn the game as much as I could. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, man. That's all I've been. All I did for a few years. I still all I do is just go to practice and work out. Yeah. I kind of fell in love with it from the beginning. Like the whole process of, you have to train all around the year to be good at one month or two months or whatever it is you're in season. Yeah. Uh, a few months, but you have to train all year and you have to have a good diet. You have to make sure you're on weight. You're hydrated. Uh, just you got to prevent yourself getting hurt and. Uh, if you're not ready, someone else is. You're not working hard, someone else is, and they're ready to take your spot or go against you. So that kind of just drove me to try to be as, the best version of myself in football as I can be and as a person. Hey, folks, if you haven't heard, I've partnered with Boxed Water. Boxed Water is better because it's made from 92% renewable material. It also comes in a variety of flavors such as grapefruit, cucumber, lemon, and their newest summer flavor, watermelon. So head on over to BoxedWaterIsBetter.com and grab some boxed water for yourself today. Now, let's get back to the episode. And I'm interested now that we're into the high school phase about your, mm -hmm. because you started a sophomore year of high school, I want to talk on your adaptation into American football. I want to uh, ask you about your recruiting process and kind of, I'm interested in kind of how your recruiting process uh, went from high school into college. I know you went into JUCO at Pasadena City College. Um, yeah. Talk about that recruiting process. Can you expand on that a little bit? And um, Yeah, man. I had some recruits in high school that came up to me, but, but since I moved to America sophomore year high school, I didn't really know we needed NCAA qualification classes to get into four-year school. Yeah. I took my SATs late, so I wasn't really academically ready to be in a four-year, and that kind of okay. – um it was a little setback and kind of, uh, yeah, just, I I thought that was going to be it for me after high school. It was a kind of a setback. I was like, Oh, I can't even get recruited. Mm -hmm. Kind of messed me up. But a coach from my high school and coaches from Pasadena kind of talked to me back into going to football and, and that I, it looks like I have what it takes and I have the, I, I can work hard and, um, play pretty good football. And I just kept going with it. And then I played one year at Pasadena just mm -hmm. gave it another shot to see if I can still, you know, perform at a high level or see if I can get better every every down or in every play. Yeah. And I performed pretty decently <clears throat> and got a few FCS offers after my first year. So I was just – my second year I got – I redshirted. And then, and then as you know, you met me at UNC uh, yeah. in 2020. I went to UNC. Yeah. And had pretty good few years there. Yeah, a couple of years I played there, and then yeah, try to. That's about. And then I got re-recruited to Northern Arizona for my grad school. I just wanted to finish it up somewhere else. But in yeah. high school, man, I had a few schools. I just yeah, I didn't have. I wasn't qualified to go right out of high school, so I had to take the JUCO route. Yeah, and you kind of touched on kind of your recruiting process from the high school level into JUCO, and then from JUCO to UNC, and then now from UNC to Northern Arizona. Um, yes, sir. As you might have seen some episodes that we've posted previously, I like to mm -hmm. talk, like to get players' perspectives on kind of the differences that they've seen between the game at the high school level versus the collegiate level. Um, and so 
you uh like my like my previous guest uh christian mm-hmm. de la cruz went the juco route and so i wanted to get your perspective on kind of what have you noticed in terms of like the differences between the high school game versus juco versus now d1 uh fcs what, what have you noticed as the differences between those three levels um, yeah high school like most I, i'm guessing division one players wasn't wasn't the hardest. That's when you realize that you're able to be a little faster, stronger, better than other people. You know, yeah. the game is not as fast. And then Juco just kind of adds like a year or two for football, but yeah. you're playing against grown people. Yeah. Other than high school, you're playing against high school kids, but Juco, you can be an 18 year old playing with like a 27 year old, you know, or yeah. whatever the case may be. But the level, I mean, it is fast. I'm not saying it's not, but yeah. the level, of course, changes from high school to Juco. But and then going from, Juco to Division One. That's when you notice how people the sizes change. Everyone gets bigger. Everyone gets yeah. faster. Yeah. Everyone is more focused on the details. Your hand placement, your footwork, mm-hmm. your timing, your time off the ball. It's just yeah, basic coaching. Obviously, coaching changes, and you need to be able to focus on one position rather than in high school you're playing wherever the coach tells you: be tackle, be a guard, be a D tackle, be a D end. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, mostly it's just the skills of the player, their speed, their strength, and their ability to make a play and higher IQs, I would say, and full higher football IQs. For sure, for sure. And as your position specific, you're 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 an offensive lineman. Um, mm-hmm. so specifically looking at your position here, what specific skills or techniques um do you feel brings uh, builds a successful uh offensive lineman or um creates a successful um, i mean of course all five of us we're the position we have five players on the field and yeah we'll have to be in sync i mean mm-hmm. football is the ultimate team sport everyone needs to be in sync to play but yeah as an offensive lineman if your o-line is they do, they can't make a call or they can't stay on the same pace or they don't know how to communicate with their uh, teammates it's just going to be uh no, your offense is not going to run as well and I mean, yeah, being tight, being close with each other and trusting each other and trusting yeah. in a man next to you that ha- has put in the work and has lifted the weights, has ran, has been able to put himself in a situation where he's going to be able to pick himself up when there's something wrong. Yeah. And, yeah, just, just to be able to – I mean, for, it starts with us, right? We're the front line. We yeah. need to set the tone, and an offensive lineman would just need to do that, I guess. If you're starting five, if they're not able to communicate and make sure all the calls are right, Mm-hmm. Uh, your offense is gonna have a bad game every time so for sure for sure and it's the in sync I mean it's it's like when you watch the Olympics for example synchronized divers right they have to be in sync and everything uh, the same way in football every person you're right it is it is uh ultimate team sport because every person has to be doing their job um, yep. in order for the play to work you know if you miss a block here you miss a block there the play gets blown up um, it's not, uh, it, it doesn't work. So, um, yep. I, I totally agree with you that being in sync and like Bill Belichick, that's Bill Belichick's mantra with the Patriots, right? Do your job. So everyone needs to do their job. their job, um, really, uh, determines the outcome of the play and determines the overall outcome success of the team. And I've, I've been a big believer in, you know, being, uh, investing into, into the trenches or investing in the offensive and defensive line. Cause that's where, games are won and lost, right? You look at Georgia, you look at Alabama, you look at these top programs, the reason they're winning so many games is because they're recruiting 
high-end offensive and defensive linemen. So I'm a big believer in the linemen uh, in that process. So, um, and you, you talked about um, as and your position specific uh, line, offensive lineman position, what's you talked about your overall, um, you know, you weren't academically ready to go to a four year. That was one of the challenges you faced, one of the setbacks you faced, but speaking Mm -hmm. from an offensive lineman perspective, what's one challenge um, or, or setback that you faced um, while learning that offensive lineman position or playing that position, kind of how did you overcome that, that process? Uh, well, for me, it was the, just learning the game. At first, I, I didn't really know the rules. So I was just playing football, being physical, like in high school. Yeah. Just be as physical as you can and, you know, put in effort and coaches will like you or find you. But in college, not like that. You need to be able to remember your plays, not make a mistake, um, uh, sometimes remember what other people have to do so you can communicate and help out. And I mean, as years ago has gone by, I've been way better. And uh, like last year was barely to minimum to, but like sometimes you, you forget a play, you make a mistake. And I just took me a little, like my first year in Juco was a little tough by learning plays and stuff. You know, the playbook gets a little deeper, but in the Northern Colorado, I had great coaches. I had a great offensive line coach, yeah, coach Sean and, uh, Coach Burns just help you know helps you break down the fi- helps you break down the film as much as possible to make it easier on yourself. And yeah. I've had a lot of great coaches over the time, which make the playbook easier and make football playing football just much more enjoyable rather than trying to be nervous and think what you're going to do every play. Just be confident out there and get the play done. For sure, for sure. I mean, confidence is is key. Um, but it, it, you know, in, in any sport, but in football specifically, you got to go out there, um, have faith, oh, yeah. uh, in, in the play and how the play structured, um, and, and learning the playbook is, uh, okay. a key part of that, man. If you like, I, you know, it's, it's, um, at the high school level, I've seen guys who don't really know the playbook or kind of skirt the playbook and it, you can tell the, on the field. Um, so learning that playbook and coach Burns, I know coach Burns as well great guy in terms of i used to always see him watching film in his office oh yeah hours and hours film. so he's, i know he's a great guy in, in helping you guys out uh sure. that overall and so now you're at you're at uh nau i want to kind of transition into kind of what your goals are and your future here um you're at nau do you have what are your i mean obviously you, you guys want to win games that's your ultimate goal for this, oh, yeah. but do you have any numerical goals or individual goals? Um, I mean, no, I'm just trying to be the best version of myself as I can be as a player, for sure, as a person. It's my yeah. last year. Um, yeah. I want to end on a great note, hopefully, try to get picked up or whatever it is, have a good pro day, and yeah. just have a good season. You know, we all do this to be professionals as much as we can be, yeah. And I try my best every day to, you know, work hard and do whatever it's going to take for me to get there, but. Yeah. yeah, man, those would be my individual, but mostly it's a team sport. You know, we want to win. Yeah. We want to put out the good results. And we're, I've been the NAU past seven months, and all we've been doing is working. I think we have a great team, uh, great teammates, great coaches, great offense, great defense. I, I, I don't think we're lacking anything. Yeah. So, yeah, main goal is to win games. But personally, hopefully I can be able to keep playing football and to be able to take care of my family, then myself. So, yeah. That would be awesome doing what I love to do. For uh, sure. For sure. Just, I, you know, I hope you guys – I'll be I'll be watching. I know – I believe yeah. Northern Colorado plays you guys at, in Flagstaff. Yeah. 
So unfortunately, I won't be able to see it in person, yeah. but I will be. Uh, I'll be watching you guys um, and, and keeping a close eye um, on Sounds your. Good, so I wish you the best of luck um, there in, into uh, next season. And you just kind of hinted there, right? <clears throat> goal, your your overall aspiration, which my assumption is fair to correct, is you want to play professionally. You want to play in the NFL. That's what the dream is um, of every profession for uh, of a football player um usually mm-hmm. so i asked this question to christian i asked this question to joe so i'll pose the same question out to you is if you you know if an nfl if you had the choice or your choice of going to any nfl team um or which nfl team do you think fits your game and your style your playing style the most well i like uh i think i'm pretty good at playing wide zone and Okay. You know, SF plays a lot of wide zone. Baltimore has a great running game. Um, yeah. You mentioned Patriots. Uh, they always have a great offense, a great yeah. synchronized team. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be honest, man, wherever. But, yeah, as city-wise, I like to be on the coast, I guess, a little bit. Or okay. a little warmer areas because that's what I'm mostly used to. But, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't have a specific team I would want to. But, yeah, any team that I guess has a great running game. I mean, almost every team does in NFL at this point. But yeah, yeah. Mostly some running quarterbacks will be great, you know, just yeah. to be able to have that triple option. And yeah. Yeah, but that's about you it. You mentioned Baltimore. You got Lamar who just resigned. Yeah, exactly. So um, you know, that'd be a good spot. But yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, all those teams you mentioned are are uh, you know, are are built off of great offensive line play again i i hint back i i you know i i love seeing offensive linemen because like i said before like great teams the reason you have good teams is because teams that build around the offensive and defensive line so uh no i definitely uh definitely like the the teams and i I definitely those teams you would fit well uh i would would hope so i would do my best to try yeah yeah um so now we're we'll transition into kind of uh, talked about your goals and kind of what your, your future is. We'll transition into a little bit of rapid fire, uh, questions, uh, and a little rapid fire segment. Um, so anything I'll ask a couple questions just off the top of your head, whatever you think of, uh, you can just have a little fun with it. So you're, uh, you're good to go. Nope. Let's hear it. Okay. What's your, uh, what's your favorite, uh, pregame song or favorite pregame, uh, style music that you listen to? Man, uh, I can always go to some classic rock, you know, pump okay. it up, or uh, yeah, man, I can some young nudie, some little baby, but mm-hmm. we, we can go any type of way, or I can go with some old Armenian to get me motivated. Remember, okay, times back home, you know, yeah, yeah, I have a pretty diverse playlist pregame, so okay. And I know you guys have a strict diet when it comes to during season and in season, mm-hmm. but what's your favorite cheat day? Say it's a cheat day, what's your favorite meal? Uh, on a cheat day, man, I can always go for burgers, brother. So burgers, okay. Got some burgers, steaks. In in and out, anything specific? I mean, yeah. If I'm if I'm in the West Coast, of course, I'm hitting in and out. Get me a couple double doubles, but yeah, yeah. It depends what state we're in. And, for sure. um, we can get it after the game, you know. For sure. And I know you're you're an offensive lineman, and we've talked a lot about the offensive line play. But if you could play any other position on the football field. You had your choice. What would you uh what other outside of being an O line <clears throat> other position would you aspire to play? Probably D lineman, to be honest. You okay. Know, I know the, I try to learn the most D lineman tendencies because I play O line. You gotta learn 
yeah. your enemy's tendencies and how to beat them. So I, I would think I would, I would be a pretty good D lineman. Okay. Try to figure that position out or maybe lose some weight, play some fullback or tight end or, yeah, whichever one. But those three would probably be my top three positions. Okay, you're sticking with the line, and I love that. Yeah, we have, I have to, man. I need yeah, to contact, I stick with the so. line. I love that. Favorite uh, favorite drill in practice? Favorite drill in practice? Man, let's think about Anything it. that sticks out? Anything that sticks out to me. Um, I just love running uh, just a run game, to be honest, when we run inside zone. Yeah, inside zone period, just the run period. When you're going against the D line, there's no receivers. Everyone knows it's a run. Mm -hmm. Offense knows it's a run. Defense knows it's a run. Yeah, yeah. You just pop some pads and try to see who they who stuck like who's who has some guts on the line and be able to open up some holes for the running back. So yeah, that yeah the run game. I mean, for offensive lineman, that's an offensive lineman mm -hmm. answer, right? Run game is yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I love running. <laughs> is 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 the key there in terms of blocking? Yep. And so, uh, learning that blocking technique. Uh, favorite football related movie or sports movie? Let's just open it up to sports movie overall. Well, football would be Blindside, probably. I, yeah. I watched it when I first came to America. Yeah. Uh, That's a great Somehow game. I was like, oh man, I don't know football either. And this kid, you know, like, yeah. As you can see, other people do it kind of, you know, kind of uh, inspirational. But uh, any sport, I like Coach Carter. Um, okay. Other sports movies, yeah. yeah. I mean, those are the top two that come on mind right now. Yeah, for me, Blindside or Remember the Titans is another good one. Oh yeah, Remember the Titans. There yeah, you go. Another yeah. good one right there. So that's that one for another me. Good one. Hits, hits different. So, um, oh, yeah. and favorite uh, favorite stadium so far that you've played it in your career? Man, CU was pretty beautiful. Okay. Um, crowd wise, we played at Montana State. That was pretty. It was pretty awesome. Wyoming was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. where else um any other idaho games? dome was not bad you know oh, QB dome yeah. like yep. the dome but our dome is better at nau so oh yeah yeah make sure to check it out sometime for sure for sure yeah i mean and and then yeah, those... uh what's the best piece of advice that you've ever received in terms of it could be and this is open to football related and in life in general, what's the best piece of advice that you've ever uh, you've ever gotten in your life? Piece of advice. I mean, everyone says like to keep working hard, and you know yeah. things would fix themselves. But for me, I, I saw it like firsthand for my family and stuff. Yeah, we came from civil war, and my parents like you know mostly we kind of lost everything. We had to start all over again in a new country, and I saw. I saw how hard my dad worked no matter what. And I saw how hard they try to give us the best life and have the safe life. So that kind of, that'll be my motivation, you know, okay. uh, and best advice was just looking up to the people that brought me up and raised me and just sure. to learn whatever I can from them and just to apply it to my life, you know, yeah, uh, I, 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 I work as hard as I can, no matter what it is. And I try, I come every day with a good attitude. Yeah, and even if I'm having the worst day, the best day, I know that I'm there for work. I know that I'm there. That's the only thing I can control: me going to practice or going in the weight room, and doing whatever it's going to take for me to be the best football player I can. But the rest will take care of themselves. So. For sure. And I love how you mentioned at the beginning we started talking about how your plan at the end of all this is to take care of your family first, and you said, "Of course." Love how you're all about family. I'm the same way, right? I want to make yeah, sure I can help my parents out for everything that they've given me. 
uh, every sure. opportunity they've given me before I I, uh, I help myself out. So I love that um, how you how you mentioned that process. And so as we kind of uh, in the in the podcast here, we ended this rapid fire segment by asking you kind of what is the best piece of advice that you've received uh, if you were to be talking to any youth football players or a football player, or say you're talking to somebody who's out of the country that came here that wants to get into football, um, just like you did, similar to your situation, what piece of advice would you give them, um, the next generation? I guess just be able to listen and be coachable. And none of us know everything. None of us can know everything. We learn something new every day. And just being able to hear someone else and hear their advice, even if you don't, completely believe in it or listen to it you can always get something out of it for sure so just being attentive and just being respectful to everyone and just listening and and try your best you know it's like a product you want the best best version of yourself to be out there you wouldn't want to embarrass yourself or your family or mm-hmm. you know um just like that when you go to work you want to do the best right when you're editing your videos you're doing the interview we all have our you're going to put your all effort into it. So it's, yeah. that's how it is every day. And if you slack that, someone else is not. So yeah. I'll just say, try your best to be the best you can be every day. So it, sure. those days will stack that's... up, you know, even if you have a bad day, the next day you should fix it. So yeah. Just don't look back. Just try to better yourself every day. I would say. That's a, I mean, that's great. It's great advice. And you know, that's something I know you're a basketball guy. I know Kobe, I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. I was watching Kobe Big the other fan. day and Kobe in a speech, like, you know, two, three or four or five years ago, excuse me. Mm-hmm. It said something of like, if you're, if you improve every day or better yourself every day, you'll get to where you want to be. And so that's kind of uh, what you said there is great advice yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and great uh, wisdom and knowledge that you would, you would drop on, on the young generation. And so, but that's, uh, that's all the time we have for this episode. Good, Eight insights podcast. Um, you can follow uh Krikor, um, I'll have his social media handles down below um, in the description as well. And then you can follow our podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple podcasts, basically anywhere you get podcasts, you can listen to it or watch it um, on there. So again, Krikor Kostanian, I want to thank you for uh, taking the time out um, and chopping it up with me about kind of your football career uh, and your journey in football. Um, and kind of how you arrived at where you are today. So, but thank you. Next time.